Welcome back to Your Haunted Holiday. My name is Lisa. And I'm Lindsay. And today we are going to talk about an epic vacation destination. This is a place that every family wants to go to, probably not usually looking for ghosts <laughs> while you're <laughs> at this destination. Um, but if you do go, we put all the research into it for you in case you want to do some additional ghost hunting while you're there. Yeah, so Walt Disney World has a long history and it's such a huge park. You know that some tragedy must have happened at Disney World at some point or another, right? So there's got to be some ghosts. There's got to be. All right, everybody, this is your haunted holiday at Walt Disney World Resort. Okay, so we just got back from Disney World just yesterday, actually. It was an amazing vacation. We were there for an entire week. We spent five full days in the parks and we hit all of the parks. And of course, before we went, we did a ton of research into what to look for if you want to see a ghost in Disney World. And I was actually really surprised at the number of legends and ghost stories that come out of there. Yeah, I was too. But like I said, I mean, it's bound to have something out there that's that's happened. It's the happiest place on earth, right? There's people that are obsessed. So even if maybe something tragic didn't happen, maybe people just go there in the afterlife to have fun. I would say if I, I mean, God forbid, I die. I mean, we're all going to die at some point, right? Why not go to Disney World? I mean, you can ride the rides. Like, you'll hear some of these stories of some of the ghosts that do actually ride the rides. And I wonder, is part of that because people just love Disney World so much? And so when they do pass over, they decide, why not haunt Disney World, right? I mean, what better place to haunt than some scary old house or hotel? Yep. All right, so... Before we even get into this, I do want to throw out a disclaimer to everybody. Most of what we're going to tell you guys are legends, especially if we're talking about somebody dying at the park. Disney is not going to come out and say that, yes, so-and-so did die on such-and-such -such ride. I, you know, I couldn't find information like that where Disney World is necessarily confirming some of these reports. So I want you guys to take some of that with a grain of salt. And I also do not want to get sued by Disney World because we're talking about people dying on their attractions. I will say Disney World is right. incredibly safe. They put tons of thought into making it safe for everybody. So most of the people that I think may have died, it's because they did something stupid that they weren't supposed to do on the ride, right? Like they didn't buckle up. So just follow all the safety precautions before you get on these rides. Um, and then you probably don't have anything to worry about. So this makes me curious. So Lisa told me a little bit about where some of these locations were before we went just so we could be prepared, but I haven't really heard all the full stories. So some of this will be news to me. I guess I didn't realize that there's potential death here. 
Yeah, well, let's get into some of the the legends to start off. Some of the legends of Disney World. And one of them, to talk about somebody dying on a ride, one of the things that has been debunked is somebody apparently stood up on the ride Space Mountain. Now, if you're if you haven't been there, Space Mountain is essentially an indoor roller coaster that you're riding in the dark. And so there is like tracks and stuff above you. Now, I'm sure if you wanted to put your hands up, you'd probably be safe unless you're like Shaquille O'Neal or something, you know, you might not want to. <laughs> I mean, I'm a little Shaquille, scared. Don't do it. Right. I'm only 5'2", so I'm sure I'd be safe because I am challenged in the height department, but I'm still too scared to put my hands up on Space Mountain. So we probably don't want to do that. So somebody not following the safety precautions, of course, decides to supposedly stand up on the ride and got decapitated. Now, reports that I read online say that this was debunked, that this did not actually happen on Space Mountain. However, there is another report that somebody on the old ride, the Matterhorn, in 1964 did stand up on that ride, hit their head. They were not decapitated, according to this legend, and they did die of a brain injury, essentially, because they hit their head so hard on the ride. So again, put those seatbelts on. Don't stand up. That would just be a really stupid thing to do. Right. And I will say Space Mountain has a lap band that comes down and stays. And they come around and check and make sure that it's secure before you ever go. And they do that very consistently on every ride that you go on. So I'd be surprised. Yeah, I do know. I remember some reports back in the day, a long time ago, of somebody like having a heart attack on the ride before and stuff like that. Now, it is not scary enough to cause a heart attack. It was probably somebody with some kind of pre-existing condition. And they do say before you get on those rides, like, make sure you don't have a heart condition, that kind of thing. It was so funny because we were there with our niece and nephew and one of them was particularly scared to get on some of the rides and every time we'd be in line and they would say something like if you have high blood pressure if you have a heart condition you cannot go on this ride and he this kid is like nine years old and he looks at us and is like maybe i have that what if i have high blood pressure guys i don't want to get on this ride he would make all these ridiculous excuses so most people are probably safe the other thing that I thought was interesting in regards to legends is that somebody did say that because people love Disney World so much they and, and their relatives die, oftentimes they will actually bring their relatives' ashes to Disney World to scatter them. And according to them, the castmates, which is what they call the employees working there, they're always on, you know, show basically. They're part of the cast of Disney World. They've actually been trained to try to identify that and stop people from spreading their loved one's ashes on the property. So I wonder if part of that could go back to why there are some hauntings here. There is actually a story at Disneyland. So remember, there's two different parks. We went to Disney World. Disneyland has quite a few stories too. And they say at the Haunted Mansion ride in Disneyland in Los Angeles that a mom scattered her son's ashes on the Haunted Mansion ride. And to this day, 
that son is now haunting the ride and can be seen crying at the end. So if you're happen to go to Disneyland, that's really the only Disneyland story we are going to cover, but that's one of the more famous ones there. And that one is directly tied to a mother actually spreading the ashes of her son, which wow. is crazy. Another legend, and this is to the Haunted Mansion as well, and we're going to talk about another one with Disney World. And the Haunted Mansion, by the way, is one of my favorite rides, and it's actually the first ride we went on at Disney World on this trip. So Haunted Mansion, in one of the scenes on the ride, there is a seance going on and a book on a table, and it is said that the original book in the Haunted Mansion ride was a real 14th century book of witchcraft and that apparently they would often find this book you know misplaced and kind of askew or even a table might be turned over and apparently they had to get rid of this book and just put in a fake book of witchcraft I mean not very realistic of them in order to stop that from happening so according to them that's no longer a real 14th century book of witchcraft Your Haunted Holiday now has Patreon. That's right. If you're a YHH addict and just want more, you can now get access to early released episodes and member exclusive episodes. Exclusive episodes will feature exciting new paranormal topics that don't fit our typical format, but I am dying to discuss them with our listeners. Think Bigfoot, UFOs, and other infamous hauntings. You can also get updates on some of our most recent trips with content that just didn't really fit into one of our normal episodes. Sign up now at patreon.com forward slash your haunted holiday or go to yourhauntedholiday.com to find the link. Okay, so let's get into some of the other haunts at Disney World. And this first one is one that you know is going to creep us out because it's about dolls. And I feel like we've talked about scary dolls in several of our episodes. And we didn't actually go on this ride. Lindsay, do you know which ride I'm probably going to be talking about here? It's got to be. It's a small world. And I actually protested even going on the ride myself. We got there and I was like, let's just skip that. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things you don't really want to do, right? I had no interest in doing it either, aside from I kind of wanted to see if I saw anything weird. But I don't know if how you would, because I think the dolls are already, like, animatronic and kind of, like, moving in the ride anyway. Um, but according to right. employees at Disney World, they do say that after the ride is even unplugged, they will swear that they will see some of these dolls blink or even be seen in a different spot than they were the night before when they left the ride, which is really creepy. That's and he's, super creepy. Yeah, and that's a really old, old ride. That's like a classic. That's been oh, there totally. forever. This is one that is a classic, so even though I, I protested going on it, let me just say this. If you have never done It's a Small World, go ahead and do it. Check that off your list. As long as there's not a super long wait, which I don't think there typically is, go ahead and take, get on the ride 
And if you like it, great. But it's like, check that off your list of things, right? You've done I, it in life. Yeah, I think the line when we were there and considering getting on it was only like five minutes long. So most people, I feel like, tend to avoid it. Probably because of the creepy dolls. <laughs> so the next one that they say is haunted, and again, I was not able to validate this story as true. There is, it's kind of a ride, but it's called the People Mover. This is also a classic attraction, I guess I would call it. I don't really think it's a ride, but it's in the Magic Kingdom along with It's a Small World. And basically, it's just kind of like a tram car that kind of shows you the layout of you know a certain area of the park but on the so, uh, it's in um tomorrowland yeah tomorrowland part of magic kingdom and apparently there was a kid that was jumping from car to car of the people mover and died as a result again somebody not paying attention to the rules because it is on a track and according to legend he con he will actually be on the ride today and you can see him and he'll actually there's supposedly like an emergency exit at some point on the track and he will set that off from time to time which is kind of interesting so something to look for if you go to the people mover again legal disclaimer we don't know this for a fact correct correct <laughs> this kid was was killed on the ride and it is such a nice little leisurely ride it's like it gives you a good view of the park it's one of those things you go do it's it's not a long wait you can sit down relax you know get some fresh air and just get a good view of things right rest your feet for a minute you know on the people right. mover very, very undangerous agreed ride. agreed i don't think that's a word yes <laughs> The other thing to look for, so again in Magic Kingdom, is Main Street USA. So this is kind of like right when you walk into the park, you are on Main Street USA, and it is, you know, got a great view of Cinderella's castle there, and it's where all the different shops, and it's very pretty, and there's always music. It's magical. It's like the first thing that we saw on our trip because we wanted to take the kids through Magic Kingdom first because it's so cool how you can see the castle. According to this, Roy Disney, who I believe is Walt Disney's brother and worked at the park, he is seen walking on Main Street USA from time to time and he's just basically smiling and walking around and seems to be really really enjoying himself now it's funny because when we were on the monorail after breakfast getting ready to go to our first day at the magic kingdom i like kind of debriefed Lindsay on some things that we should start looking for and the first thing i was like well the first place we're going to go Lindsay, is main street usa we should look for you know roy disney and then we both kind of looked at each other and go, we're not going to see Roy Disney walking around on Main Street. I mean, at least during the day, it would be nice if we could get some sort of access when there's not a ton of people there running around and it's evening time and we could bring like some K2 meters. Like that would be a great opportunity. But unfortunately, it's really not easy access to get that kind of opportunity in Disney World. 
Right, it's not. Now, I will say, when I was researching this, Lindsay, there was something interesting that I found at Disneyland. Again, um, Walt Disney is said to be haunting Main Street USA there, as well as the train station. Apparently, there's a room in the upstairs where he's still staying at. But there was this really interesting surveillance footage that was taken. It was just you know, park surveillance footage after hours. And it looks like a man walking around like very misty, like you can barely make out the figure, but you can see it. And they think it's Walt Disney. And he actually like walks through the gate. Actually, let me send you the link to that so you can watch it really quick. Oh yeah, I definitely see a figure there. That's crazy. Yeah, and it does add... I was going to say it, it it does add like credence to the whole thing. I mean, the fact that they can actually catch something on video like that. Here we're talking legends, you know, and there's a lot of it you can kind of dismiss and say, yeah, yeah, sure. You know, Walt Disney haunts uh, Main Street USA, but that actually adds some some real evidence. It does. And I'm for all of you interested, I am going to post this in the episode section under this episode, a link to the video so you can easily pull it up if you're interested. But I mean, again, it could be CGI, but it looks really real to me. And I know people call have called this video into question, but they're going to call any video that has anything supernatural into question to some degree, right? And I did think it was, you know, it was pretty interesting. So take it for what it's worth. I thought it was a really good video. It was super creepy. And maybe that's Walt Disney in Disneyland, just kind of having fun in the park after hours. Could be. The next thing we're going to talk about is Spaceship Earth. And we did go on Spaceship Earth. This is in Epcot. This is like inside that big iconic Epcot ball right there in the middle of the park. And basically, they're supposed to be a little girl with long blonde hair along with a little boy. And they're often seen outside the ride playing and sometimes even on the ride riding the ride itself having fun so these are two kids that are just kind of playing now there's no story behind them dying on the ride or anything like that i don't know how you could it's a pretty boring ride Lindsay. we did go on this one when we were there i almost went to sleep now granted i was exhausted this was like several days into our trip and my feet were killing me and it's kind of dark in there, but it was kind of a cool ride, I guess, you know. It was but kind I, of a nice, relaxing, you know, ride. And I liked the ending, how they kind of put your future together. Oh, right? yeah, I did like that, too. And they, like, took your photo. That was kind of fun, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. But you're right. It is a nice feet-resting ride if you need one of those. And the kids actually really liked it as well. So if you have your kids with you there, that would be a good place to go. All right, so these next few I think are pretty big ones. This one is on Pirates of the Caribbean ride. And unfortunately, we did not get a chance to go on this. Every time we went to get on, it had a long line. And I could not get the rest of our family to agree to wait in the line for Pirates of the Caribbean. (laughs) I tried, everybody. I really did because I told everybody, We have got to go hunt ghosts. 
on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. There's a lot of stories that come out of it. So the biggest one out of this is George the Welder. And he was apparently a construction worker on the ride and he fell from a high up location doing his work and actually died. So, and I'm assuming he was a welder based on the legend of him being called George the Welder. So he died on the ride, supposedly, or allegedly, I will say. And not really on the ride, like in the vicinity of the ride. Right, in the ride, basically. He was working on the ride and died. Right. And so apparently he likes to really mess with the ride functionality. Like he will break the ride down on a regular basis and cast members will actually when they enter the building to open the ride for the first time in the morning they will say good morning George to acknowledge him and then when they leave at the end of the night they'll say good night George to acknowledge him as well and they say that if they don't say that greeting and that ending of the day he will actually mess with the ride more than normal and shut it down and cause all kinds of havoc there. There's also supposedly a feeling of chills, especially in the room where there's like a burning city. So look out for that. Um, Cast members also say on the monitors, because of course, they want to make sure everybody's safe. So they're monitoring every step of the way. But sometimes they do see mysterious figures of George on the ride there's also a place in the ride and this is an iconic scene on the ride itself and in the movie pirates of the caribbean uh where there is a dog with keys kind of just outside a jail cell and pirates are trying to get the dog to give the keys well in that scene there is a door pretty close to where that dog is And they call that door George's door because apparently he can be seen if you look, you know, closely and you're lucky, he can be seen near that door that they call George's door because he's there so often. The other thing that I thought was really interesting about George, because he likes to shut down rides, a lot of times guests will get on the ride and they might yell something out like, I don't believe in ghosts. George isn't real you know that kind of stuff and they'll kind of like be shouting that out and when they do it is very common that George will shut the ride down and break it see now we should have gone on this just to test that theory I told you we needed to go on it (laughs) I was all for it but that hour-long wait just it what didn't fit into our schedule (laughs) oh I get it I I mean Uh. and we had it we had our schedule very regimented out. Like we had to get meet a lunch reservation and then we had to meet this fast pass. So it was hard to to get that in on our day in the Magic Kingdom. But let me also just say as a little tidbit for those of you going to Disney World, definitely book the fast passes because they kind of run your day. I think we had like three fast passes a day and that allowed us onto a ride really, really quickly. So you get some of the best rides in that typically you're waiting over an hour to get on. So even though we're kind of complaining about that, it really was so key. So make sure you look up how to book those fast passes and you do that. And book them as far in advance as you possibly can for the best rides. 
That's the other thing. It's crazy how much planning you have to put into it. Like we had to make dinner reservations like six months in advance. We had to make fast pass reservations three months in advance to get some of the better rides. So that's a very good tip and something really important. It's not something that you can just willy-nilly walk into Disney World and think your day is going to be great. I mean, it will probably be great, but it can be greater if you book all your fast passes and your reservations way ahead of time. The other thing, there is some other ghosts that are supposedly on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. So, allegedly, there were some women that were riding the ride and the boat came off the track at the bottom of the drop and they crashed and they were in the front row and they apparently died or allegedly died and they are still haunting that area today. So when you're in that section of the ride, a lot of times people will feel chills and have a cold spot. Hmm, that's a scary thought. So I will say this, Lisa and I had a kind of a funny experience. Lisa and I were at Universal Studios. We did Universal for one day during this trip down in Orlando and we got on the Jaws ride, which was our third time that day. No, not Jaws, I'm sorry. The Jurassic Park ride, which is a boat ride as well. And you go down a much bigger hill in Jurassic Park. But this is how much the park staff, I'm sure they do the same thing at Disney World, pays attention to the people on the rides and watches for their safety and everything. We're approaching the top of the hill where the giant T-Rex comes out right before you're gonna drop and we hear over the loudspeaker attention (laughs) you know and immediately we go we're thinking oh my gosh this is not the norm we've already been on this ride a million gosh we've done it a ton of times besides just even that day but we knew that was not the norm i was bracing for you know (laughs) brace for impact (laughs) the ride has broken terrifying hold on oh my gosh it's it's (laughs) but no it was attention he goes the man in the orange shirt, put your cell phone away over the loudspeaker right before we were flying down the hill. We just looked at each other and thought, and started laughing. We're like, who's got their cell phone out? I mean, we're about to get hit with water. We're about to fly down a huge hill. I mean, I suppose there's there's waterproof cell phones, but I mean, you could drop it. I mean, right. cool. it's a significant drop and you do get hit by a significant amount of water. So that guy was an idiot. And I made sure like as soon as we like turned around, I was like, where is that dude with the orange shirt? I want to see who it was because they were watching and they said it multiple times. They were like, man in the orange shirt in the fourth row, put your cell phone away now. And I thought, I don't know if he's going to have time. It's too close to the drop. Yeah. So these big theme parks down there, they're paying close attention. They're, They're watching. I was shocked. And I was also until I heard man in the orange shirt, put your phone away, concerned for our safety as well. I, I was thought, too. Oh I, had a, gosh. I had a brief moment where I thought that we were gonna do what these ladies did and we were in the front row. So I thought, oh yeah. no, we're screwed if this thing is off the rails. But it wasn't, thank God we lived. All right, our next attraction, of course, is the Haunted Mansion. This is one of my personal favorites. I loved it ever since I was a little kid and the first time I went on it, it is just the coolest thing with all these holograms and ghosts and things like that, which I will say makes it a little difficult to hunt for ghosts because there's a lot of like really well done fake ghosts 
in the ride. But it is supposed to be haunted. Again, the Disneyland ride is supposed to be haunted by a little boy whose mother left his ashes on the ride. Now, the Disney World version is, I guess, kind of happier. It's a little boy again that's supposed to be haunting it. But it's supposed to be a kid having fun, not crying. So I'm guessing it's somebody who passed away. Maybe it was this little kid's favorite ride. And they just apparently go on the ride over and over and over again. Now, one of the stories that I read about it in particular was from a guy who said they had arrived to the Haunted Mansion ride at Rope Drop, which I learned what Rope Drop is before this last trip. It's apparently... You arrive before the park even opens. They let you line up and then they drop the rope so you can be, you know, in the line way before there's a long wait, essentially. So he was the first one to get on the ride. Castmate said to him, yeah, you're the first one here. You're the first rider of the day. You're the only one. He was the only one there. And he saw a couple cars ahead of him, uh, the face of a little boy poke out from the ride car. Mm. And he thought, isn't that weird? I thought that I was supposed to be the only one on the ride. And the once the ride finished, he went back to that castmate and he said, I thought you said I was the only one on the ride. Are you sure? And he's like, yes, you were the first one on the ride. There was nobody else on with you. And so that guy got all freaked out because he thought... I think I just saw the ghost of that little boy that's supposed to be haunting this ride. So keep an eye out for that, especially, I think, you know, early in the morning or maybe later in the evening when the lines are down and there's less people on the ride and there's empty cars. I think that's going to be a good time to search that ride. And our last attraction is the Tower of Terror. I think this might be one of my favorite rides, too. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I gotta say, I was quite nervous, actually, getting on the ride this time. Lindsay waited in line with us, but as we all know, guys, Lindsay doesn't do that great with ghosts. She also doesn't do very good with (laughs) rides that drop. Right. I'm not a fan of heights. Yes, she is not. No, I'm kidding, Lindsay. You do very good with ghosts, but you do not get a lot of sleep, I guess I should say, in these ghostly locations. I'm only human. I get scared. (laughs) I mean, ghosts are kind of scary. I get scared of ghosts, too. Um, But anyway, so the Tower of Terror ride, for those of you guys who haven't been on it, it is so cool. Like, the line itself, like you're going to this haunted hotel, basically, where the elevator broke down and now you're in the Twilight Zone and they have, like, Rod Serling and they play the music. It's just really, really neat uh, and put together. So I went on this with, Lindsay was in the line with us, and then my older sister was there with her two kids, so our niece and nephew, and I was shocked that they actually wanted to go on this ride. The one that's a little bit more timid about some of the rides, which I get, because I was nervous too, I wasn't sure if he was going to get on it, but we all did, except for Lindsay. Lindsay took the safe elevator. I offered to take him on the real elevator back downstairs yes. before he boarded. And he was he braved it out. He was like, nope, I'm going to do it. He did. He did brave it out. So we get on this ride. Oh, I'll tell you that, that in a minute. Let's tell you about the haunting because we were looking for something when we were there in particular. So apparently there's a former cast member 
who was, and the cast members there are dressed like bellhops because you're essentially getting on an elevator that's now in the twilight zone, essentially. So they have bellhops that put you on to the ride. And this cast member died of a heart attack while they were on their shift. And they were on the loading zone, so where you would actually get loaded on what they call platform D. So you wanna kinda look to see which platform you're on. It's kinda hard to tell. I was paying really close attention and I think we were on platform B when we were on the ride. So I was kind of disappointed about that. I was hoping to get placed in platform D, but you don't really have a choice on it. Kind of go where they tell you. But apparently this former cast member who passed away, he will actually flicker the lights and sometimes freeze the attraction, especially during like the final ride through of the day, which is really creepy. So here's what happened to us on this ride. I don't think it has anything to do with a ghost, but I mean, it kind of plays into this a little bit. So basically we're on the ride and our niece and nephew are like, they start panicking before we even drop anywhere, right? So like me and our older sister are just kind of like making sure everybody's okay. Let's calm down. We're going to survive it. Like we're going to live through it. And, and we did. Everybody was fine at the end of the ride, right? So then like the elevator that car that we're in is going to park and the doors are literally, it says like, go ahead and unlatch your seatbelt, you know, the announcer overhead. And then all of a sudden, everybody unlatches their seatbelt and the lights go out and the door doesn't open. And we are in pitch black. You couldn't see anything. So everybody in the car starts panicking because they their mind immediately goes to, oh my God, this thing could drop. Like it's malfunctioning. What's happening? And we can't see anything. So like my poor nephew next to me is like, I'm already unbuckled. Somebody grab my buckle. Oh no. People are like trying to grab their seatbelts and put them back on in case we drop again. And like, there was like, and we were like yelling in this thing, like, can you hear us? <laughs> we wanted to make sure. Oh my gosh. I mean, we were in a moment of panic. And then it suddenly came over me that, you know, we're on the bottom now. Like, we're not at the top. I know for a fact, just based on kind of where we were, like, and we're not even on the track part that goes up and down. You know what I mean? Like, we're mm -hmm. just going horizontally. So I, and I had this realization, you know, all of a sudden, and I kind of like announced to the whole car, I'm like, guys, we're not on the part of the ride that even could drop. We're at the bottom. Let's all relax. Like I said something like that to these strangers because everybody was like going nuts. And then all of a sudden, I mean, it was probably only like two minutes, which is a long time. Two to minutes. Be. It was a long time. It two may minutes. Not, it may not have even been two minutes, but it felt like a long time that we were. Because that we is a long time to sit in the dark like that. Yeah, we were sitting in the dark. So everybody kind of relaxed, and then all of a sudden the doors open, and we were like, "Thank." God. So I know that you went on this ride a long, long time ago. This is definitely not part of the ride, right? Based no, on your experience. No, okay. absolutely not. Well, they successfully scared you. They did. They did. It was quite frightening at the very, very end. That was the scariest part. I mean, the drops were pretty scary, but the lights <laughs> turning on. Take your seatbelts off, people. 
Right. And it was because there's no way they'd be like, take your seatbelts off. And then all of a sudden it shuts down and no lights. You know, I mean, right. it was scary. But anyways, I think it might have traumatized our poor niece and nephew. They were a little scared after that. I think that heightened it. You know, they were ready to get off. And then that happened. So anyway, those are the main stories of haunted Disney World and we did have something happen on the Tower of Terror. I don't know if it was that cast member that is haunting it or not, but I mean it was scary. It scared me if it was. So I would love to hear if anybody else out there has had a encounter at Disney World that's haunted. Maybe you stayed at a resort and you know in one of the rooms had something weird happen. That would be really interesting. I wasn't able to find much information at all out there about any of the resorts being haunted. Um, But we would love to hear your stories or if you've had a friend or maybe you heard something else that we didn't even touch on here because there is so many legends out there about Disney World and there is just such a huge fan base like people love it and they love it for a reason because there is something truly magical about Disney World yep absolutely it is I mean they do fireworks every night in all the parks they've got parades that even kind of blew me away you know as an adult I was amazed and the rides are just super fun I had a great time Um, lots of walking So you get those steps in, you get that cardio in and good food. I have no complaints. Yeah, no complaints here either. My feet might be permanently damaged, but I'm going to give it a couple (laughs) more days to make that assessment just from all the walking. But anyways, please go to our website. If you want to see that video of that ghost um, walking around the park at Disneyland after hours, that surveillance footage, I'm going to put it on our website, yourhauntedholiday.com. You can email us any of your stories. If you have a ghost story that you'd like us to cover, please send it to yourhauntedholiday at gmail.com. We would love if you would send us those. Also, be sure to subscribe and rate us five stars. Thanks, everybody, for listening.